Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to Insanely Haunted. It's the fifth episode this time. It's the fifth one we're doing. Uh, it, my name's Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Leandra. And this is the show where we watch and review ghost adventures. That's right, the whole thing. All of it. Today we have... No matter what. Today we have our hand. The special hand. The special, the special hand. hand is Mr. here. Mr. This is Leandra. This is the the artiste of our logo, and that was her hand. This is the very image. talented woman who did our did our art, and we're very grateful. So now, when I thank you, Leandra, I can actually thank you in person at the end of the episode. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're very welcome. It was really fun awesome. to work on it. Leandra is studying uh, digital technology communication, right? And digital technology and culture. Culture, right? Got Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so in this episode, uh, this episode is called Former Psychiatric Hospital, which is super specific. And vague. Well, that's what, I'm being sarcastic when I say oh, it's super okay. specific, which means that it's very vague. Um, Sorry, I'm bad at picking up sarcasm. And the, the reasoning that Zach gives us for the fact that they're being so vague is that it's out of respect for the people who died here. First of all... They never do this for any of the other psychiatric wars that they visit, or any any building in general. I don't understand why this one's is this one is special. And secondly, they are really insensitive in this episode. So get ready, if if you have any um, if if you if you don't want to watch something that is insensitive towards people with mental illnesses. Oh, this is, this should this not be on your list not, for, at any time. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're we're very uh, mental illness positive, so that's why we have a problem with with this this specific episode. Zach's a dick. Zach has very surface level understanding of many 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 things in life. And... I I just hated how okay when he was trying to provoke the ghost. Oh man, he sounded so. He, oh my god, like he sounded so douchey. Yeah. Towards them, like do you. If he was making those up on the fly, imagine how he is in, like, real, in life. real life. Right. So, <laughs> so the most we get is that this is in northern New Jersey, um, I, which here's the fun. The thing about this is that this whole protecting the privacy thing is totally fucking moot, because I can't imagine there are that many abandoned mental hospitals in northern New Jersey. I mean, there might be, but but I feel like some googling would oh yeah, would, yeah. It'd be very easy. Out. Yeah. Um, so they talk to, (laughs) this episode begins with, uh, later on in the series, usually Zach will do the intro narration as like a narration over the, over some B-roll. But in this episode, it's just Zach being filmed by Nick and Aaron in the parking lot of this place. Okay, okay. There's this one uh, shot in the beginning where it looked like he was in the desert and there was like a giant cross to the right and he just goes up poses as (sighs) if. As if he was posing for, like, a 90s rap album cover. 
Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but Zach actually has an album out. Oh, man. It's Wait, called, what? It's called Necrofusion. No. Yeah. Um, it's basically, it's actually like pretty good in, I would say, maybe industrial techno music. Uh, instrumentals. And then there are just sound bites of Zach talking. I believe they might be from Ghost Adventures. They're definitely episodes. from Ghost Adventures episodes. Oh my god! It's really like like <laughs> if if it didn't have any Zach in it, I think I'd probably listen to it. I'm kind of curious. It, Should we mention also that we bought Zach's book for our friends? Yeah, Morgan and Travis left today. They moved. They're moving uh, to uh, to closer to the coast. Yeah, and um, and as a as a goodbye gift, we gave them um, one of Zach's auto or biography. One of Zach's autobiography. Would we call it an autobiography because he did have a ghostwriter? I think when you have a ghostwriter, you can still call it an autobiography okay. because usually you're like relaying these stories to this person who then writes them. Okay. By the way, we we read the introduction. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's like one of the worst books there um, is. I think it starts off with they say. And then blah, 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 blah. And it's, I mean, immediately, like, just the writing is atrocious. We counted the number of references to I, me, myself in I the highlighted every single time he said I or myself. There's or... like 20 in the first page. Yeah. and I It's crazy. I understand it's an autobiography, but no editor? Like... Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's also an entire chapter on when he had uh, surgery on his nose so that he could breathe better mm. and how it was the... The hardest investigation of his life. Um, Look, just... I'm just saying, did you guys know that to the day he died, Michael Jackson asserted that the surgery he got on his nose was to help him hit the high notes? What? To the day he died. that's That was the line that he stuck to. So, I'm sorry, Zach. I don't fully believe it. <laughs> he, even, he even says... I mean, I don't want to pick on someone's looks, but... Uh, just, like, he even has to, like, tell us, oh, I like my nose. It's okay if you don't, Zach. Just just be real with us. Yeah, I'm not going to judge you, man. Yeah. I don't care. I'm, I judge you more for trying to lie to me yeah. about like, the plastic surgery. It's like, just please stop talking about it. It's yeah. making it worse. <laughs> or how about not include an entire chapter about getting your nose worked on? Um, there's also, like, stuff in there about him. I don't know. There's two photos of him with vampire fangs on and... I think he. I didn't read I, it. I think he's into vampirism. Was which, he, was he yeah. a Twilight fan? Was he? I don't I, know. I think this That's is a good question. This right here is definite bonus material, like <laughs> bonus episode material. We just do an episode where we talk about his book a lot. Like we read his book. Yeah. To talk about yeah. it. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be super great. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Um. So the first. We, we, there's kind of a smattering of interviews in this first segment here with people who do ghost hunting of their own, like New some New Jersey ghost hunters. And they seem pretty cool, actually. Like, these folks don't seem as unapproachably weird as most of the ghost hunters that, that Zach talks to. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of them, I don't know, they, they talk to a local historian named Bob. <laughs> uh and I and I don't and he tells them all kinds of crazy shit about this place. Like they used a lot of shock treatment. They used what he called water therapy, which I I'm I don't not believe him. I mean, there was really horrible horrible stuff that psychiatric wards would do to people. I don't I don't discredit that at all. He then tells them that over ten thousand people died in this facility. 
Which is also believable. Which is believable. But I thought it was pretty funny because Zach says 10,000. He says one, zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Which is 1,000. You're keeping track at home. Um, also, I find it kind of funny because there are places that the Ghost Adventure crew has gone to where lots more people died than that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like the like Civil like War battlefields. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although maybe not yet. So they're newbies in this season. So the note that I had here is that I don't really think that anyone they talk to understands mental illness any better than the doctors that worked at this place in the 1800s. Yeah, uh, I would say that's pretty accurate. That sounds about right. Yep. Like they, the, based on just the way that they talk about these folks, um, it's just very not uh, super up to date with the kind of things they say. Or respectful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pizza break. This is where we took a pizza break. We had some pizza. <laughs> um, so they. <laughs> oh, apparently so. Um, okay, ghosts. Ghosts. Da, 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 da. We're having <laughs> We're having some weird ass technical difficulties. I'll probably leave some of this explanation in. <laughs> um, in case we catch an EVP. Yeah, or maybe you're listening. On this one. fucking sure SM fifty seven. Um. <laughs> Wait, what, you don't have a gold brilliant? <laughs> no, I, I didn't spring for that. Okay. So the next thing uh, is we're being taken. Oh, <laughs> Zach talks to us about uh, the fact that he's found somebody who has hard evidence. And I think it's really funny that when he says the words hard evidence, a graffiti appears on screen that just says death. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> it just is like somebody spray painted the word death in lowercase letters on the on the wall and underlined it. Yeah, there's Not a even... lot of graffiti in this place. <laughs> By the way, this place is really big. Um, apparently, it's huge. Uh, it is. It covers ninety acres of land. It's fucking gigantic. And they get lost in here. There's a massive tunnel system which they end up going into um, later on. They talk to a director of a student film about an EVP that he got while he was recording his film. You hear the doctor speaking, and then that the boy he's looking down. And then all of a sudden you hear kind of like it's coming from a radio or something. You hear the word hello and the boy just like looks up. So I think that was actually supposed to be the EVP. There's a dude who claims that there was an orb um, and it really just looks like dust or a lens flare. They show the image and I don't see why he thinks it's anything special. Zach kind of like calls himself out here. Like he's talking about how he doesn't believe in orbs most of the time. That's that's bullshit, Zach. Bullshit. You're full. You're way into this shit. You know it. Oh, and then there's uh, somebody. Some dude claims that he he felt an air draft, and 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 Zach is this really like feeding question or what do you call it? Leading, leading question. Uh, Zach gives him this very leading question, uh, basically like, oh, it was you know it was probably a spirit going through you. It's just like okay, sure. Cool. All right. Or it could be these drafty tunnels we're in. These <laughs> underground tunnels that are connected to lots of different doors. Mm -hmm. um, th apparently this, this underground tunnel system is like ghost central, mm -hmm. as we're led to believe. Also, asbestos <laughs> central. Yeah, it's and, asbestos and village there down is, here. Okay, there was this one part where they were like checking the place out for the first time, and they went down to like the basement area, and they saw the signs that says, hey, asbestos. They weren't even wearing their masks or anything. And yeah. he was just all like, 
Uh, asbestos, see? This is why our job is dangerous. Wait, we have masks, right? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part about that is when is when Nick says, should I put my mask on? While Zach oh and Aaron ha- both have their masks on. And then Zach tells him, well, we need someone to talk, so keep it off, or something like that. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be a joke because Aaron laughs, but... No! Nick doesn't have his mask on! <laughs> what the fuck? Nick, go die. (laughs) These guys, like, seriously, they die. They come so close to death during this program. Apparently, at this point, they they start following the graffiti that says death. The the death graffiti appears in multiple places and has arrows. And they start following the death graffiti. Mm. And it it leads them to the morgue. Which is kind of a rinky-dink morgue, can I say? Like, literally four shelves for bodies... Can I just, okay, so when they go into the morgue, um, Zach asks, <laughs> asks the dude who brought them there, um, I'm not even going to ask you, what did they put in here? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you this question that I'm about to ask. <laughs> um, That's pretty much the last thing before the lockdown, unless you guys have. One, one thing I noticed when they were in the morgue, there was uh, spray painted names. On all of the doors and whatnot, yeah. and even on the walls. But in the beginning of the episode, he names blah blah oh, blah. Do, oh, gotcha! <laughs> Looks like you did. It, I was just thinking, I'm like, what if those are like the names of the people who were there, or why are these names here? Maybe you should have blurred them out in precaution. I don't know. Or maybe what? this is a place where home. I don't know. Like it, earlier in the episode, when they're talking about like what's inside. Like, they mention, oh, all these materials that seem to have just been left, and then they picked up and walked away. Kind of like what be... happens when you got squatters. Yeah and, yeah, and they might be perhaps using those body tunnel things. What do they call them when you put the body in it? The fridges. <laughs> dead body fridge. The dead body fridge, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, called the dead fridge. Is there a word the dead for fridge. it? <laughs> I think that is the thing that you call the morgue. I don't know. The apparatus? That. I think the apparatus is called a morgue. I'm not certain. I could be a dumb... If uh, anyone out there knows what this thing is called that has all the holes for the body. The holes for the body. It's, like it's like a storage container it's for like bodies. The, yeah, it's like the little... Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things that I love about doing a one microphone podcast is I don't have to fuck with the edit. I don't have to fuck with the timing on that to make it sound funny because it was already funny. <laughs> uh, that's so. That's it for the investigation. Uh, I think. Okay. Question: Did Zach hit Nick in the face? Yeah. During. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like right after they start the the lockdown. Um, Zach has elected to do the intro, the like the lockdown introduction speech, without. Like, in the dark, without a night vision camera. So he's totally blind while he's being filmed for this introductory speech where he talks about the lockdown and what they're going to be doing. pitch black. And he reaches out to make sure that Nick has his mask on. By by actually, like, Just hitting. jabbing around with his fucking hand. And he jabs Nick right in the eyeball with his <laughs> finger. And everybody has a good laugh about it. And we seriously waste, like, 45 seconds to a minute of screen time on this. <laughs> These guys are bad at making TV. 
Yep. Between this and the between this bullshit where they just stand around being morons and the segments where they sh turn the fucking night vision off to show you how dark it really is, I can't believe this thing got renewed. I know. Well, you know. I guess Travel no, Channel really. No, because we have a freaking podcast. Yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're here watch complaining the show. about it. Yeah. This is after this they show a um, a mural of a bunch of skeletons. Oh. <laughs> where one of them, Leandra, you pointed something out about one of these skeletons. One of them, it was the one that was kind of laying on the floor, yeah. and he was like cradling a bong. In his <laughs> <head>. <laughs> and you only see it for like a second or two. What's funny as hell done. to me about this is that it looks like it's recent. Like it looks yeah. like it's been added very, very recently. Same thing with the yeah. spray paint. Too. The spray paint. Okay, here's the thing about the spray paint in here that to gives me, me pause. None of it looks like yeah. tag. Yeah, it just it, looked very cheesy. And it looks just like, like it looks like one of, person did all of it. Looks like yeah. a, some teenagers went in there and wrote six 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 on the walls. Death is this way. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Satan is the other way. That was the other one. Uh, a lot of like they hear a lot of voices and conversations, and they get really freaked out. There's like a moment where Zach has a big fish face. Um, there's a lot of. Sh 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 is this before or after um, Zach starts flirting with the lady nurse ghost? Oh, I don't know. So Zach starts flirting with the lady nurse ghost, and one of the things he says is, I need a lot of mental help to try and draw her out. Or he he also said, can you give me a push or a punch or just punch me? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> of course you Yikes. do, Zach. Um, or you, uh, you'd like to think you do. Yeah, hold on. Our cat's doing something. Fucking stop. <laughs> She's going through the, the office garbage. This little goblin is going through our office garbage like it has something in there for her. Stop. Oh, stop. She's not going to give up. Maybe we should put her out. She's fine. Okay. <laughs> She's just going to relax there. She's flopped over the office chair. So at this point... Out. It's around this point that Nick starts to let the guys know about some things he's going through because apparently ghosts can influence your Feelings. emotions. So he starts telling them that he feels very sad. <laughs> he's just like, I feel, do you feel sad? I feel really, really sad. That's the quote that I wrote down. Um, I hate, I hate every single time Zach or Nick says something like, I know the pain you went through, or I know what it's like to be dead now. You for sure don't. Yeah. That, Shut the fuck up. That was totally cringy. Yeah, like <laughs> sitting there. Oh god, just so so dumb and insensitive. So Zach, justifying all of this uh, heavily air quoted evidence, uh, starts. He gets the idea to put a straitjacket on, so Which that is he can. So bad in so many ways it, it's so that he can relate to the ghosts but the thing is he doesn't get any responses from the ghosts, so he just immediately pivots back to the nurse and starts talking about how he needs a nurse how i need a i need mental help and he starts asking some pretty whack questions like uh you know how did it feel you must have felt like you were going insane and losing your mind like you were going crazy in here so that's basically the end of that part of the investigation, and they decide to go into the tunnels. Mm -hmm. They mention leaving as an X-cam active and then never come back to it. And you know what that means? They didn't catch anything. Yeah. Uh, so, so far the ghost count is zero. Nothing substantial has occurred. But that's about to change. 
Because mm-hmm. we go to the tunnel, and here's the thing: we we're I'm a skeptic in a big way. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts as a thing, mm-hmm. but some very unexplainable shit happens in this next scene. It is pretty creepy. Is this the part where Nick is st- still locked in the? No, 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 not yet. We're not even there yet. We're talking about the hand the now. Ha- oh, the so hand shadow. Zach and the boys are walking around in the in the tunnels, the underground tunnels that connect all the buildings, mm-hmm. which is very, very common, by the way. That's not like a special thing to this. Like most large facilities have some kind of underground tunnel system that connects different buildings. Um, Zach is filming uh, with, he's in front, Aaron's in the middle. No, no, he's in front, Nick's in the middle, and Aaron's in back, and they're all filming each other. And Zach sees something that causes him to completely lose it. And he's like not making any sense. He's like, did you get that hand? Did you see that hand? I got the hand. The hand that was there? I'm freaking out, dude. I've got chills all over my body. That kind of stuff. And they review the tape, and it actually is pretty spooky. It's really spooky, yeah. can I say? Because this... So, the point of view from Zach's camera is he sees that his own shadow is cast on the wall by Aaron's camera. And he sees, and we see, a hand... A shadow just, hand. A shadow of a hand just sort of whoop, whoop, like zip out and zip back in from well, around... Well, to me, it looked like a hand coming from behind well this is only in the shadow you don't actually see yeah you don't see it on zach you see it in his shadow projected on the wall this is all shadow a shadow hand comes out comes out it looks like it grabs him Mm -hmm. and he corroborates that because he talks about how he starts feeling very cold in the spot where the hand yeah and that's before they actually look at the footage he actually when it happens he grabs his arm and he's you know freaking out and he says that it felt really cold on his arm and that's why he grabbed it um and then i believe there was an orb. There was an right orb at this point. Right before it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of like headed towards Zach. I and think. now, now we see the orb only on Aaron's camera. Yeah. And the creepy thing about this whole situation is that we see the view from Aaron's camera, the one that's actually projecting Zach's shadow. Yeah. And the shadow hand is not captured by Aaron's camera. Zach's shadow just looks normal, and then he starts freaking out. Yeah. So what the fuck? I don't know. That's what's that's what fucks me up about this is that you don't see it at mm-hmm. all on Aaron's and camera. It's definitely a hand. It's for sure a hand. Um, like it has very very distinct. It's not. It's a little bit blurry because it's moving very quickly. Right. But it's not just like a. It's not a bird. You're, this is this is a skeptic man telling you this. It looks like a hand, and it was creepy. And also, it's pretty clear that there are no actual hands from any of those guys. Yeah, unless Aaron is moving his hand, his hand around surreptitiously above the camera lens or something like that, which I suppose is possible. But his hand would appear much larger, yeah. right? Yeah. This so, is this is like same proportions to where Zach was. So this is creepy, and we don't get an explanation for this, yeah. and it's weird. Um, and unfortunately, it turns out to be the most compelling piece of evidence they capture in this lockdown, <laughs> and pretty much the only piece of compelling evidence they capture. Oh, uh, then next we have the morgue. Yeah, so they go back to the morgue at at nighttime this time. Um, And Zach pushes (laughs) Nick. Well, I guess Nick was kind of willing to do it. Nick agrees to it. I mean, not that that makes it okay what they did to him, but Uh, he does does agree to it. He ends up going into the The body body slot. The body cubby. (laughs) The cubby. He gets in the cubby. Um, And... And, and, right before they close the door, <laughs> it's great, uh, Zach is talking to Nick, 
And then he turns, and Nick's sitting in the little slidey bed thing that gets pushed in. Um, and I hope you've seen a morgue recently or else you have no idea like what we're talking about. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Um, and then Zach turns to the camera to talk. And while he's looking away from Nick, Nick does that little like finger crazy um Going motion. around in a circle yeah, next to the Yeah, motion, head. like, in reference to Zach. Like, and you this know guy's a fucking idiot, insane person. And then when Zach turns back, he kind of, like, puts his hand down. Yeah. So he was totally doing it. Uh, and he did back. it during a walkie-talkie, like, a talkie portion that, that, that he knew Zach wouldn't go back and re-record, that he knew Zach would leave in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when it got to this part, everything was just being poorly planned. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. literally locking Nick in the little body cubby yeah, yeah you heard her right they lock him in there from the outside when they're very aware how big the tunnels are and how confusing they are zach even mentioned before the lockdown he's definitely gonna get lost in this in this place yeah like what the hell hey guess what spoilers he does he gets very lost <laughs> so they lock nick in the fucking cubby and then zach and aaron get lost as hell in this place oh yeah and also some of the lo- the doors locked on them yeah yeah so that they don't know how to get back they don't know what like where the tunnels are and they get out of walkie range yeah so that nick's trying to get him on the walkie-talkie and, and nobody's answering and he's having a panic he's attack in out. the body cubby like this is definitely scarring <laughs> I mean, imagine that you are inside of a body cubby, whatever the heck the real word is. That's what they're called now. From yeah, now we're on, gonna, legally, we're they're called cubbies. A body cubby. Um, and you're stuck in there, and you are certain that your friends are lost and may never ever find you again. That is fucking terrifying. And he actually says, like, when he eventually does get found again, um, that he literally thought he was going to die. And, and I don't blame. Like, I totally believe that because if you are in the right state of mind. You, you can think you're you're, di- you're dying. He also or dead. says that it was the worst experience of his life. Well, yeah, so... being in a claustrophobic. Like, oh my god! And it's so funny that they try to frame his panic as being caused by the presence of spirits. And then, and then Aaron like tries to break the the tension by kind of laughing it off, and it's just like and Nick is clearly you need to shut up. He's, tra- he's like traumatized. He's like shaking. He can't talk. Yeah, it's like this man needs to leave now. And so, <laughs> did we mention he's been in there? Like by the time they get an back hour. to them, he's been in there for an hour. Oh my god! And he started freaking out halfway in. Oh my god! So I he's can't... been panicking for a half an hour about this. I yeah. can't imagine freaking out for that long. I know. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure he definitely got to the point where he thought, they're not going to find me. And I'm going to die here. Yeah. Or he said that he thought he was dead. So I had in my notes that, I had I had a note that says, so this is basically what the rest of the episode is about. Is <laughs> <laughs> this drama of Zach and Aaron losing, losing Nick because they're Locking idiots. Him in a body cubby. Uh, and then they get back to him. Uh, they get him out. He says it's the worst experience of his life. And he starts talking about how it feels like he got slapped in the face. Oh yeah, yeah. the strange bitch slap from a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and we show we we get to see a piece of footage where it looks like an orb, like bounces off his back and then hits him in the face. It, it goes it goes up his neck and then to the right side of his face, which is where he ends up being red, which is weird. But my thing is, it we could, didn't see it all the footage. Be, it could, first off, he, he was laying down in a body cubby. I don't know what's in there. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's in there. Some nasties. I mean, obviously people have been hanging out in this building. Yeah. Doing who knows what. There could be Fucking. some weird, yeah, stuff. Uh, some irritants there could be. Um, irritants. Irritants. Um, and also, he just fucking had a panic attack. He's probably he breaking out. out. He's probably developing a rash out of pure fear. That happens. That is no- that's a normal extreme, response. That's very possible. You can just develop a rash during a panic attack. Yeah. Because it's one of those histamine things yeah. that your body just does. Um, and that's that seriously is what they spend the rest of the fucking episode on. Uh, except for they go after this. This is the thing they really don't do at all anymore. They they take their shit to an expert, like we've mentioned before. And their expert this time is a guy named Ryan who lives in Phoenix and has apparently been in the paranormal investigation game for about 25 years. How's your fucking life going, bud? Sad. I don't mean to, like, be mean, but a lot of... A lot of... What are you going to say? <laughs> Oh my god, what are you going to say? I've noticed that a lot of uh, ghost investigators look kind of sad. (laughs) (laughs) They have a deep and abiding sadness in their heart about what they've chosen to do with their lives. Yeah, like this is a hobby they have on the side because their real job is really boring and and fulfilling and they look like they've just given up. Can I tell you the one (laughs) exception to this that I have seen? What? Is the ghost hunters that... The McElroy brothers found oh, the, yes. the My Brother, My oh, Brother yeah. and Me TV show. The the coolest and most down-to-earth seeming ghost hunting people I've ever encountered in a piece of visual media for television. Yeah. He puts the interview hat on again for this. <laughs> no, it's 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 a different bad hat. It's a different bad hat. It's not the weird It's a bad one. hat, but it's still it's like a baseball cap except the top is like fluffy. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that he only wears hats inside? He only wears hats during these interview sections. Yeah. He never wears them when he's on camera. Do you think maybe he's just too tired to spend the three hours he usually spends on his hair? For I think that must be it. And his later, nineties hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Which which looks like a like a, a crown of thorns in the dark in this episode. Like he, not he, to make him paint him as a Jesus figure, but his hair is so like just radiating from his face. Just. Imagine the '90s spikes yes. in the front. Yeah, like That's pic- what it was. picture some grunge music in your head. I'm really not. I, I, I'm a little surprised that he hasn't gotten his tips bleached. <laughs> he probably did at one point. Like oh, the show yeah. didn't start till 2007. Yeah, and then the the documentary was was 2006. That was even earlier. Yeah. How did they get 14 seasons in 10 years? Travel Channel. I don't know what you're doing, but I guess you're doing it good. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, please. Um, in the more modern episodes, Zach's ha- Zach has kind of updated his style a little bit. He's not nearly as ostentatious looking, but he still does some very dumb hat decisions. He still mm-hmm. makes like very, very, very bad headgear choices. He um, He's always wearing hats in the later seasons. I think he might be losing his hair. I think his hair is very important to him. Oh, I think I think his whole look is extremely important to him, obviously. Yeah. He wouldn't be the kind of guy to show off a belt buckle if not. It's basically it. That's, That's pretty it. much the end of that episode. Uh, what was y'all's favorite part? Oh, man. This is a hard one, I think. Can I go first? Yeah. My favorite part of this episode was the the fucking escapade of locking Nick <laughs> in a goddamn cubby. Yeah. 
getting lost for an hour before finding him. What if they never did? What if oh they what God, if they got yeah. out of walkie-talkie range and then just literally never ended up going back? What if Nick's actually dead and everything that we're seeing now is just his ghost? Well, that's not possible cuz we're cuz we are seeing it. Right? No, but what if it's his ghost? What if he's just a ghost now? Oh fuck. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little uh what is that called when you think you're dead? Um, <laughs> I, I had know. it when I was a kid. I don't know what that's called when you think you're dead. Is it it's a dissociation or something like that? I guess it's I guess you would say it's a dissociation, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had that as a kid. And sorry, you know, we'll, we'll put a we'll put a content con- warning content dissociation. Warning. Um yeah, I had that as a kid when I was when I was like 7. I was with my dad and we were staying at a hotel while he was visiting. And I remember, um, this was super traumatic for me. It's a creepy story. It is a creepy story. Yeah. If you get dissociation, you should probably stop it now. Um, I, um, we were waiting in line for an elevator, but there were multiple elevators that you could go into, but there was nobody in line for one of them. And that one ended up opening and being a little kid and thinking, oh, you know, easiest route. I ended up. Uh, running into that elevator and the door shut very quickly um and i i i you know i'm a little kid and i don't know what the heck to do and the only button i know is the l button for the lobby so i yell as loud as i can hoping my dad will hear me i'm going to the lobby and i i was like freaking out i was having a panic attack i was jumping up and down like what do i do and i tried to open the the open door uh, or i tried to open the doors pushing the open door button and it wasn't working. So obviously there was a reason why people weren't lined up to go in that elevator. Obviously, it's a little bit broken. It's a little that's bit broken. broken and as a little girl, like probably eight, nine years old, that's a terrifying thing to be stuck in there by yourself. Anyway, um, I made it down. But for years after, I actually had dissociation or whatever the heck you call it. And I thought that I had never left the elevator, that I was my body was still trapped in there. I think and we that can I call that been, a paranoid delusion. Probably. And I and that I um, had never actually left and everything that I was experiencing was just a dream. I, I one time Isn't that fucked up? I, I, I one time <laughs> one yeah. time messed with you by saying like you were very confused about something and I looked you in the eyes and said you're still on the elevator. And that was so mean. And I that only was not did, okay. I only did it once because of the reaction you had to it. Yeah. Oh my was, god. You man. got extremely upset. I was a very this is a bad thing that I did. So don't, hey, fuck Oh you. my god. Hey. <laughs> oh god. Our just cat got, just like tried to mutilate. Us. I just got attacked. She's defending your honor. <laughs> I like how she's becoming a part of our podcast. She's been in uh I think two episodes now. <laughs> we have a very sweet kitty cat who's black. She's all black. Kind she's of an got asshole. Something. Well, yeah, she's kind of an asshole. She's got three white hairs on her chest, big, beautiful eyes, and very talkative. Not right now, but... Um, she's a little bean. And she's very spastic, and right now she's... Um, she's extremely spastic. Gripping onto, holding herself onto the top of the office chair, attacking a mousy. This is her favorite mousy to play with. She climbs uh, door frames and stands at the top of doors. Y'all, this cat's really strong, and I'm scared of her. <laughs> because she looks like she's about to pounce across the way. Yeah. But she's our little babe. Anyway, uh, Cassie, do you remember what we chose as our favorite moment from this Lost Furnace episode? Oh, pimps. 
It was pimps. Pimps. Z- Z- Billy Tolly's first experience, first first account appearance <laughs> as the lead investigator of pimps. Mm-hmm. Pimps. Le- pimps. Mm-hmm. Uh, paranormal investigation of mysterious phenomena squad. And they couldn't think of a better thing. Well, that that's was, probably that was the, the better choice. That's probably the like number one <laughs> choice right there was pimps. Yeah, or at least change the. So is Nick getting locked in a cubby? Wait, we didn't say what we thought was the best part of the. Oh, episode. sorry. No, no. Go for it. Go for it. What do you think? Well, I wrote down a, like a little favorite commentary that uh, Zach said when he was talking to the um, other investigators in the beginning. And one of them was describing that a lot of people come here, they feel darkness and death, yada, yada. And Zach, he literally says, darkness and death, we like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, edgelord. That's very on brand for Zach. He does that so often. Very on brand. (laughs) Um... You know, I mean, I, I really did think that the the Nick getting locked in the body cubby thing was really good, a highlight. But I do wanna, I do wanna um, give a special mention. Maybe my, yeah, it it uh, basically when when Zach says ten thousand regarding the deaths, <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah, one zero zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> You know how you spell ten thousand? Yeah. Three yeah. zero. What would it would it have been funnier if he said T E N T H O U S A N D? Ten. We're spelled it wrong. T E N T H O U S E N D. So which of these three is the best of the episode, though? I'd say Nick and yeah, Nick getting locked in the cubby. So is that better? Is that a better Ghost Adventures, a more Ghost Adventures moment than the introduction of Billy as pimps? Because that's so that is so peak Ghost Adventures. It is the epitome of it is the soul of Ghost. People with stupid names for their ghost hunting service. Mm -hmm. Pimps. You better call the pimps. I want to come up with a. Ghost Investigation team name that has the acronym Douchebag. Do you remember the song that uh, Justin sings in the Mobim Bam episode about ghosts? No. When there's something unusual in oh, the yeah. place where you live, who's the best contact? Ghoul smashers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. You yeah. guys want to? You guys want to be done with this podcast? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's been insanely haunted. Uh, we do this for you because we love you so much and also because it's fun. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to help out with this show, just go to iTunes, give us five stars and leave a review. Even if it's just you saying the show is good. I really, I don't care how long your review is. I can give a shit. But reviews help us get found. Or if you, even if you just write like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks to Leandra mm-hmm. for creating mm-hmm. our logo image and and being with us today and being with us today, I loved it. Good, we'll have you. This on is really again. fun. Uh, God, who else should I thank? Is there any other thanks? 
Oh, thanks to Morgan and Travis. Oh my God! Thank oh, you so yeah. much, Morgan and Travis. We're gonna miss you. We do miss God, you. God, we 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 are. By the time this goes up, we will have begun missing you for certain. I I already miss them. I already miss. Them. I don't know about you, Max. Hey, but... don't put me on blast like that. <laughs> they should come back and visit, do an episode. They will. When they visit. They will. Um, I have another podcast. It's called Zenkai Boost. I, I watch and review an anime called Dragon Ball Z Kai with my friends. You have another podcast. God, I have another one because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> and I love, I hate free time. It's my least favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Tell us I, about this one. I, this podcast I do with Laura Ray from, uh, you, you may remember her, she was a guest on this show. Uh, every episode we talk about uh, three pieces of media that are uh, in the horror genre or that you could argue are horror. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. We don't have a... The working title is Spooky Scary Skeletons. In the first episode, uh, I still haven't edited. Uh, and it's about uh, Castlevania, the video game and now television series. Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust, a anime movie from the 90s. And Bloodborne, a video game from two years ago. Sounds really good. It was a lot of fun. To I wanna, make. I wanna guest on it. I'm sure Leandro would like to too. Of course. Halloween. 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 So okay, we just <laughs> blew the fucking speakers off this thing. So the store, the shelves, the Halloween decorations are out on the store shelves, which means Halloween has begun. Yep. I don't care what day it is when you're listening to this. Halloween already got... Halloween starts the moment the the decorations Mm -hmm. go up and it ends on January Mm -hmm. 1st. For me, Halloween is just the last quarter of the year. Mm -hmm. Like basically August through December. That's just Halloween for me. And then peak Halloween is on the 31st, of course. But then the rest of it, you can talk about like spooky winter stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But I have my Halloween decorations up 24-7. Leander, we never took ours down. (laughs) We well, literally put them up one year and then never took them down. Yeah, I mean, I think right now they're down. We still have some pumpkins in God. various locations. There's, there's one thing y'all need to know. We're freaks about Halloween. Mm-hmm. We fucking love this holiday. I feel more myself in the Halloween season than in the rest of the Same. year. Same. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we, we have a Michaels nearby and Ooh, they've yeah, got the baby. decorations up, which is really exciting, although everything's really expensive. And I'm really upset that we don't have a Target nearby. Apparently Target has, like, a super, super cool Halloween, like, they catalog do. coming in. They always do. so, oh my god, I wanted everything. Because it's, like, it's not, like, tacky decorations. It's, like, stuff that looks antique and and more classy But Halloween. it still has, like, a glam. Yeah. Kind of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very sparkly, very glittery. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, write to us. Tell us what you're going to be for Halloween, what you're looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. And if you're trick-or-treating, which you should not be ashamed of doing. I did it all through high school and even one year after high school because I like candy and I like trick-or-treating. And I can pass for young. Maybe not now. Don't worry, guys. I'll <laughs> load up a pillowcase, all right? I'll get a pillowcase. A, I have giant king-size pillowcases. Maybe. I'll I'll go loot the neighborhoods. Okay. And I'll just be like Robin Hood with giant bags of candy. It's like a high. It's like doing it's like doing drugs. It's like doing some crime. It's like we've done we've done a heist, you know, except yeah. it was candy. It's like you just you're like on another level when you're just running through the streets with your bag of candy and 
you wonder like which houses are going to give you regular size candy bars. God, Halloween. Halloween. Hollow fucking wind. It's back. It's back, baby. <laughs> Welcome. Stop. Don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate it when you say baby. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's our show. It's a, it's our goofy show. Right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, my name's Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Leandra. Woo! And you just heard a Class A EVP. <laughs> 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 <laughs>